Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Katy Perry, Taraji P. Henson, Shannon Doherty, Teresa Giudici, Cardi B, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt your love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. To protect his family from disaster, Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 637 2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's stiletto like the shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S. G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 87 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for tuning in every Wednesday afternoon here on Blog Talk Radio. So how's everyone week been so far? We got a lot of ground to cover this week. This week, we're going to be talking about uh, Katy Perry. Apparently, uh, she has to face a big payout this time around because she lost her copyright case uh, against a uh, Christian a singer by the name of Marcus Gray. Apparently, he sued Katy for uh, taking uh, bits of her the same melody to her 2013 hit Dark Horse. It was kind of the same. Uh, it was to his 2009 rap song, Joyful Noise. So we're going to be talking about that. Also, actress Teresa Taraji P. Henson has has become the victim of identity theft. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Shannon Doherty becomes candid about uh, joining the uh, reboot new show of Beverly Hills 90210. Apparently, according to this, she wasn't going to do it. She would. She thought that nobody would miss her. But um, after the death of Luke Perry, she changed her mind. We'll talk about that. And uh, Teresa Judici, you know, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, she was at that uh, that tragedy on Sunday in uh, Gilroy, California. It was the Gilroy Garlic Festival where a lot of people um, 
got injured and three people were killed. Uh, it was an active shooter. And one of the people that was uh, killed was a six-year-old little boy. So uh, Teresa talks about that she was there. And Cardi B sat down with uh, Senator Bernie Sanders to discuss ways of engaging young people in politics. We also got the uh, the coroner report on um, on what happened to um, Disney actor Cameron Boyce. You know, a couple of weeks ago he had died suddenly. He was only 20 years old. Well, the coroner report has just come out, and they have what was the cause of death of the Disney star. And also, we got the ladies on ASAP Rocky. We're going to tell you how he pleaded in that assault charge. And um, the daughter of Lori uh, uh, Laughlin, her daughters, Olivia Jade and Isabella Rose, well, they have um, come come back on social media be, uh, talking about uh, their mother and this whole college admission bribery scandal well they um lori just celebrated a birthday so they came back on social media to welcome her uh to say wish her a happy birthday and um because we hadn't heard from them for a while you know since the bribery scandal came out they've been laying low so uh they finally came back on social media and for the first time since they first broadcast the Victoria's Secret fashion show in 1995. 2019 will be the year that they will not be showing the Victoria's Secret annual fashion show. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right, Katy Perry and Dr. Luke, they are facing a big payout after losing a copyright case against Christian star Marcus Gray. A nine-member federal jury has ruled the pair 2013 hit Dark Horse was lifted from a 2009 rap song, Joyful Noise, which Gray co-wrote and performed as Flame. The jury member will now decide how much the plaintiffs are owed for, owed for the copyright infringement following on Monday's July 29th verdict. Now, Perry wasn't present for the final stage of the seven-day trial, but she testified last week insisting she had never heard joyful noise before hearing a beat producer Dr. Luke had sent her. So apparently she said she didn't even heard of it. Uh, Dr. Luke was is her producer. He was the producer of the song, and uh, now she's going down with him because now she has to pay this guy money for without you know using a melody or a beat without uh, without Marcus' permission. So. And uh, actress Taraji P. Henson has become the victim of identity theft. That's right. We all go through it. You know, you when you talk about common people like us who every day, every what they say, every five seconds somebody get their identity uh, stolen. Well, actress Taraji P. Henson has become the latest. And uh, what's so crazy, she's a celebrity, but it can happen to anybody. It doesn't discriminate. Uh, a woman by the name of Alicia Newby, uh, she's a pregnant mother of six. She cried during a court hearing on Sunday, July 28th, as she faced a criminal felony charge of continuing a financial crime enterprise for allegedly racking up over, get this, $12,000 in fraudulent purchases after posing as the Empire Star. The 29-year-old woman who was arrested at her apartment on Saturday stands accused of hacking into Henson's email account and gaining access to credit card information, and this is according to the Chicago Tribune. Prosecutors told the judge that representatives for the actress reached out to Chicago police officials after her manager discovered unauthorized charges in her account. Newbie has since been released from jail on $10,000 bail. She will be monitored electronically ahead of the commencement of her trial. And Luke Perry's death compelled Shannon Doherty to join the cast of the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. The actress admits she wasn't on board 
for the project in which the star up stars of the hit series revisit their past until her former TV boyfriend passed away after suffering suffering a stroke in March. The 48-year-old actress uh, told Entertainment Tonight that she she felt like it was by coming back on the show she felt like it was she wanted to honor him and his memory. Now Dorothy, who played Brenda Walsh opposite Perry's Dylan McKay on Beverly Hill 90210 as that uh, and this is what she said quote as his onset family I felt like it was an important time for all of us to come together and honor him for me replaying Brenda was something I said I wouldn't do twice and I replayed her now twice so I guess I could never say I'm never going to do something again because I end up doing it unquote and she admits it was good to be back among friends after Perry's death. She said, uh, quote, the first episode very much deal with it. Luke was such a, a sort of quiet, subtle, yet dynamic human being that he had a very strong and lasting impact on people. So naturally, we would have to deal with it, unquote. The new show begins next week. And Teresa Judici is deeply affected by a tragedy that recently hit the community of Gilroy. The reality TV star is devastated over the Sunday, July 28th shooting at the Gilroy Garlic Festival that claimed the lives of three people, including a six-year-old boy. The stars of The Real Housewives of New Jersey attended the event on Saturday, a day before the shooting took place. She took to Instagram to express her sympathy after the incident, writing, quote, I'm truly heartbroken hearing the events that had taken place at the Gilroy Garlic Festival in Gilroy, California. I was at the festival yesterday with wonderful staff, volunteers, and many, many families, and I'm flooded with thoughts of them now as they navigate this tragic situation. Prayers and love to the community of Gilroy tonight, unquote. Now, Christopher Ranch, the only family-owned and operated commercial garlic farm in the country, previously shared a picture of Teresa at the annual three-day festival. On Sunday at around 5.41 p.m., a 19-year-old gunman opened fire at the festival with an AK-47-type weapon. Local police officers arrived at the scene, shot and killed the suspect within one minute of the shooting, but three people were already killed by then. The victims include a young boy named Stefan Luciano Romero, a teenage girl named Keila Salazar, and a young man named Trevor Irby. Another 12 people were injured in the incident. Katie Couric has also spoken up on the tragedy and is mourning the death of the six-year-old boy. uh, Eyewitnesses reportedly have confirmed that another person who was also involved, a manhunt is underway for this possible second suspect. You know, it's like you can't go anywhere anymore. If it's not the schools, if it's not the concert events, the outdoor venues, and now a uh, garlic festival, it's like you know you can't. It's, there's nowhere to be safe. Um, they said that the the man, the young man, got in the. Uh, he bypassed security, got in through a, a, a gate from, from the back of the farm. That's how he got in and just started spraying bullets. He didn't care. He didn't know. He didn't care who he hit. He didn't. He didn't have no uh, random target. He just started shooting. Cardi B sat down with uh, Senator Bernie Sanders to discuss ways of engaging young people in politics. The 26-year-old rapper struck up an unlikely friendship with Sanders, who is a contender for the 2020 Democratic nomination for uh, United uh, for President of the United States. And the politician told CNN the pair are working on a campaign video to attract young voters. Cardi and Bernie reportedly sat down together on Monday, July 29, to discuss issues including student debt, climate change, and the minimum wage. And taking to Instagram, the Bodak Yellow hitmaker shared a snap of the duo and gushed over the presidential nominee in the post caption. Uh, and this is what she said. She said, thank you, Senator Bernie Sanders, for sitting with me and sharing your plans on how you would change the country. A couple of weeks ago, I asked my followers if you had the opportunity to have a question answered by a Democratic candidate, what would it be? I got a lot of submissions and selected the most popular questions to get answered. And uh, 
She said, stay tuned to see how we will fight for economic, racial, and social justice for all. Together, let's build a moment of young people to transform this country. Let's learn our candidates, unquote. Early this month, Cardi took to Twitter to slam the Democratic Party for not showing enough support for Bernie during the 2016 election. And the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner has ruled the cause of death of Disney star Cameron Boyce. According to the office, the 20-year-old actor's sudden death on July 6 was caused by epilepsy. The Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner's Coroner determined that his uh, th- this was a statement that they had put out on Tuesday. Now, the Los Angeles Coroner further revealed that the grown-up star manner of death was certified as natural. Cameron was found lifeless on July 6th at his home after allegedly having a seizure in his sleep. And in honor of the Jesse actor, his father, Victor, has established a foundation which will provide young people with artistic and creative outlets as, a, as alternatives to violence and negativity and uses resources and uh, philanthropy for positive change in the world. And this is what he tweeted on July 16th. Now is the time to take make a change. Donate what you can. Encourage your friends and family to do the same. Let's keep Cameron's legacy alive and make a positive difference in the world, unquote. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you're new to BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, uh, it's free. All you have to do is sign up, and not only you get to listen to my show here on the network, but you get to listen to other shows here as well, anywhere from business, politics, entertainment, sports, uh, just uh, inspirational, how to live a clean life, everything that's on here. So again, if you're not a registered listener here on BTR, sign up. It's free. And uh, don't forget to follow us uh, every Wednesday uh, at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern right here on Block Talk Radio. And ASAP Rocky, he pleaded not guilty to assault charges on the first day of his trial in Sweden, claiming he acted in self-defense. The uh, rapper, whose real name is Rakim Mayers, is facing two years in jail over allegation he and his entourage attacked 19-year-old Mustafa Jafari on June 30th. They are accused of punching and kicking the teenager and kicking him with a bo- uh, hitting him with a bottle. The rapper appeared in court in Stockholm to enter his not guilty plea after being detained since July 2nd, while Swedish prosecutors decide whether to bring formal charges. His mother, Renee Black, also attended court, having flown over from the U.S. Now, Swedish prosecutors allege that the Grammy-nominated musician and two other suspects deliberately together and in agreement <clears throat> Excuse me. Attacked the teenager after an altercation in the street following Rocky performance at a Swedish music festival. A lawyer for Jafari told the Associated Press last Friday that one of ASAP Rocky's guards grabbed him by the neck and dragged him away, and that his client did nothing to provoke the assault. However, the rapper's lawyer told Swedish public broadcaster FVT on Monday that he would present the court with new evidence showing that a bottle was not used in the uh, in the incident and that any violence used was within the limits of the law. And before the trial began, Sweden Express and newspaper revealed that Jafari has prior convictions, forget this, for heroin, assault, and petty theft. Now, Rocky long detention before being charged sparked an outcry here in the States with a number of celebrities campaigning for Rocky's release, including Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, who raised the case with President Donald Trump. Now, Trump demanded that the hip-hop star be released, tweeting angrily and calling Sweden Prime Minister Stefan Lavin in a bid to get the 30-year-old freed. However, Sweden officials rebuffed Trump's demand, saying that the country's politicians, quote, cannot interfere in legal proceedings. The trial is continuing. 
And uh, Lori uh, Laughlin and uh, her daughters, Olivia Jade and Isabella Rose, they are back on social media after months of laying low due to the college admission bribery scandal. The two young women broke their silence on Instagram to post a birthday tribute to their mother who turns 55 years old or who turned 55 years old this past Sunday. Lori and her family have been laying low since the Full House alum and her husband are accused of paying $500,000 to a fake charity to get their two daughters into the University of Southern California as part of the school crew team, even though neither of them participated in the sport. They pleaded not guilty to the charge as well as an additional count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. They face a potential maximum of 40 years in prison if convicted of both charges. In June, it was reported that Lori was second-guessing her decision to reject a plea deal. While the 55-year-old actress still feels it's a huge misunderstanding, she couldn't help feeling, feeling scared after seeing others be sentenced in the case. And for the first time since its inauguration in 1995, Victoria's Secret won't be holding its annual fashion show this year. According to model uh, Shanina Shaq, Shake, uh, the 2019 Victoria's Secret fashion show is canceled amid talks of rebranding the program. The Australian beauty who first walked the catwalk for the lingerie brand Big Event in 2011 tailed tells the uh, the Daily Telegraph in an interview it's something she's not used to because every year around this time she's training like an angel. Victoria's Secret has not commented on the status of this year's fashion show following the cancellation news. Uh, Shanina's statement, however, is lying with reports which surfaced earlier this year about Victoria's Secret resyncing its annual fashion show. Now, according to an alleged memo sent to employees, L Brands CEO Les Wexner stated that network television is no longer the right fit for the event, which has broadcast on ABC and CBS for almost 20 years. He said that the company instead would focus on creating a new kind of event. L Brands is Victoria's Secret's parent company. Viewership for the fashion show has been dropping with the 2018 event, which was aired in December, suffering the worst rating in this broadcast history. It has also faced criticism for the lack of inclusion on the runway and for objectifying women. And it looks like little Kim is not the only celebrity who thinks badly about Andy Cohen. Following his appearance on Watch What Happened Live on Sunday night, July 28, Titus Burgess took to Instagram to call out the TV host over his ratchet behavior. During the episode, Titus was asked about his uh, impression of working with Eddie Murphy on the movie Dolomite Is My Name. While the 40-year-old had nothing but praises for the comedian, Andy decided to bring up his uh, problematic past saying that Eddie was very problematic for the gays at one point when he was coming up. Now, Tyus appeared calm when responding to the statement, but he was clearly pissed when he addressed his appearance on Instagram. He called Andy a messy queen, and, uh, the, and you know, the unbreakable Kimmy Smith star reminded him that his talk show is not the Real Housewives of Atlanta, before adding, Quote, it's a place where artists come to talk about art and have a little fun, not a place to rehash old rumors or bring a star negative press, unquote. Titus concluded his post by saying, always keep it classy. Being friends with other talented celebrities doesn't make you, talent, make you talented. It makes you friends with other famous celebrities. It should rip a page. Uh, he's referring to Andy saying he should rip a page from Andy Anderson Cooper and learn how to do his job. So, uh, yeah, he just gave him the business. Um, in other words, um, a- uh, Andy had said um, said that the, kind of similar to what what Kevin Hart had did in the past. Remember, he was supposed to be the host of the Oscars, and apparently, uh, he they brought up his past when he uh, Kevin Hart had made a comment about gays. And that caused him a whole firestorm saying that uh, the gay community didn't want Kevin Hart to host the Oscars because of what he had said about them in the past. Well, now, this this time, Andy is saying that Eddie Murphy had did kind of the same thing. Now, 
since uh, Titus had has friends with Eddie and worked with Eddie, you know, he doesn't want to bring any bad uh, publicity because they're getting ready to promote this movie. And he said, you know, that's in the past. We're not going to be talking about that. But he said that Andy is good for that. He they he, he said he's messy when it comes to that. So uh, we'll see. Um, right now we have here uh, 25 minutes uh uh, after the hour uh, Coming up uh, We're going to be talking about There is a Well Nicki Minaj uh, Apparently there's some rumors going around That Nicki Minaj Might be getting married Apparently she, uh, Someone saw Nicki And her boyfriend At the uh, county courthouse Where you have to obtain A marriage license and she tried to be, uh, she tried to disguise herself, but that didn't work because you know it was so obvious who she, who it was because all she had on was a baseball hat. But um, yeah, there's some rumors that saying that she might be exchanging vows pretty soon. And the only thing about this, so you say, oh, so what? She might be getting married. But the reason why it's so controversial because. Um, this is a man that she had dated before she was famous, and he has a, a criminal past. So we'll talk about this. And um, Nikki went off about this on her, her radio show, uh, Queen Radio, so we'll talk about that. And Elton John has something to celebrate. He is celebrating almost three decades of sober living. That's right. We're going to be talking about that. And Usher has lost his bid. Uh, to uh, have his uh, accusers sanctioned by the court. Uh, apparently, you know, uh, there was people coming out saying that uh, Usher had uh, gave uh, these uh, his accusers ST, uh, STD. Well, he lost his bid on having them sanctioned by the courts. We'll talk about that. And also, the uh, a couple of weeks ago, Future and his bodyguard. Uh, was attacked at a uh, airport in Spain, but now we're finding out that they will not be pressing charges. So all those stories and more coming up after the break. So stay tuned.
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. left remaining in the show that was the latest from Sean Mendes featuring Camilla Cabello and Senorita before we went to the music break I was telling you about um, the apparently uh, Nicki Minaj despite declaring that they had already obtained a marriage license it appears that she and her boyfriend Kenneth Petty have yet to secure it uh, on Monday, July 29th, the couple was spotted secretly taking a trip to the Beverly Hills courthouse to get the paperwork done before walking down the altar. Onlookers shared to TMZ that the lovebirds were trying to keep a low profile with Nikki trying to cover herself with a ball cap. However, people could recognize her quite easily due to her knee-length bright red dew. The witness went on to saying that the lovebirds waited in line at a window that read marriage license and ceremony appointments only. It said that Kenneth paid for the license and they quickly left after that. It's still unclear when Nikki and Kenneth are going to exchange vows, but people can expect them to get married sooner than later. Uh, this is because a marriage license is only valid for 90 days from the day of, that it was issued. Last month during her Queen radio show, Nikki confirmed that she and Kenneth have gotten a ma- marriage license. Nikki and Kenneth made their relationship Instagram official in December of 2018. Their romance sparked controversy at the latter uh, because he is a registered sex offender. But Nikki has continuously defended their relationship, and most recently she did it in the latest episode of her radio show. We wish them the best of luck. And uh, more than... Uh, one year after they split, uh, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau are still there for each other in a grieving moment. The exes recently reunited to hold a beautiful ceremony and send off their beloved dog, Dolly, who died at 14 years old. The 47-year-old actor, writer, took to, Instagram, uh, took to his Instagram account on Sunday to share photos of the heartbreaking funeral service. The white German Shepherd, which the Friends alum adopted in 2005, was laid on the grass and covered in flower petals before being wrapped in a blanket. While Justin and Jennifer faces are not seen in the photo, people assume that the 50-year-old actress was there as one of the pictures show two people holding hands over Dolly's lifeless body. He also wrote that his entire family in the caption and Jen was clearly one of the closest family members to Dolly. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, the post was flooded with messages of condolences from fellow celebrities like Martha Hunt, Samantha Ronson, Olivia Munn, Kate Walsh, and Orlando Bloom. Jennifer and Justin started dating in 2011 and got engaged in 2012. They tied the knot at the Bel Air Mansion in August of 2015, and in February of 2018, they announced that they had separated since the end of 2017. They, however, are not officially divorced yet. Following their split, Justin moved to New York City while Jennifer stayed in Los Angeles. They split the custody of their four dogs with Dolly, a terrier named Clyde, and a pit bull mix named Sophie, staying with the uh, cake star and Justin taking a pit bull with them. So even though they're not together and they separated, they still were able to come together, reunite for their, uh, their, the dog that, they, um, that had passed away. Um, Apollo Nita, who used to star on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, he was released again from federal prison on Monday morning, July 29th. Now, he's the ex-husband of Phaedra Parks, and she has now been moved to, uh, he has now been moved to the halfway house facility in Philadelphia. This will be the second time that Apollo was released from prison. The TV personality was released from prison last month after serving more than five years in federal prison for fraud, and he was accused of cashing stolen checks and laundering over $2.3 million through fake bank accounts. His original release date was originally on October 15th. 
However, Apollo's freedom didn't last long as he was rearrested just nine days later for allegedly violating his parole. It was said that Apollo had broken a technical uh, broken a tech technical condition of his release, though it was unclear what it was or what it if what was it that the former Bravo store had star had violated. Um, and you know, Apollo and Phaedra have two sons. They're the cutest things. And Apollo, this is not the first time he got caught because he he got he was arrested for what they call white collar crimes, and what that means when they do things like uh, take monies right, take money out of accounts, whether it's a bank or a business or a company, writing fake checks, and he had did this before. Then he got arrested again for doing it again. As a matter of fact, that's how Phaedra met Apollo. I think she was uh, uh, he was already in jail and she was there representing somebody else so they got to talk and next thing you know they're getting married so but uh it's interesting to see because the new season of the real housewives of atlanta is going to be airing towards uh in the fall so it's interesting to see if apollo will be back on the show because now he not only is Phaedra has moved on he has moved on as well he has a new girlfriend so it's going to be interesting interesting to see if he is get, if he gets written back into the storyline and uh despite declaring that they had already I'm sorry I did that story already um Elton John congratulations to him because he has a lot to celebrate a lot to celebrate. He is celebrating almost three decades of sober living. The 72-year-old music icon took to Instagram on Monday to mark the milestone, sharing a photo of his alcohol anonymous sobriety coin as he reflected on how far he's come. And this is what he wrote. He said, 29 years ago today, I was a broken man. I finally summoned up the courage to say three words that would change my life. I need help. Thank you to all the selfless people who have helped me on my journey through sobriety. I'm eternally grateful. And then he signed the post, Elton XO. The coin was inscribed with the AA model, Unity, Service, and Recovery, alongside the organization saying, To thine own self be true. The coin, um, Elton uh you know, this whole thing about, you know, him battling, battling these demons was well documented uh, when he was uh, when he highlighted it in the box office hit movie Rocket Man, which did a timeline, you know, of his journey from obscurity to worldwide acclaim. And the star told Entertainment Tonight that he celebrated uh, by when he did that concert in Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles in 1975, that was the concert that saved his life and made him realize that his substance abuse was out of control. And Usher has lost his bid to have his herpes accusers sanctioned by the courts. According to a new legal document obtained by the Blast, a Los Angeles judge has denied the singer request that Jane Doe, who accused the star of giving her Giving him, giving her the sexual transmitted disease, paid him twenty five hundred for failing to answer questions during a deposition last month. Now Usher's lawyer quizzed Doe about her accusation in the deposition, but she repeatedly declined to answer questions about the STD claims. With her legal representative citing invasion of privacy. The unnamed female is one of three people suing the uh, R&B star who stands accused of failing to inform his sexual partners he had the infection during extramarital flame. And Future and his uh, bodyguard will not be pressing charges against a gang who attacked his uh, entourage at a Spanish airport. Now, according to TMZ.com, trouble erupted at the airport in uh, Ibiza earlier this month after a group of men asked a rapper for a photograph, and then he refused. They allegedly became abusive and attacked a security guard, knocking him out with a rock. However, the troublemaker will not face charges. Spanish authorities have said as neither the security guard nor the mask-off hitmaker want them to launch an inquiry. 
representative of the Civil Guard of Spain tells TMZ that despite being made aware of the video of the incident, as they cannot pursue the case unless someone comes forward to press charges. A rep for the agency explained that even in cases as an assault include a deadly weapon, a victim or bystander needs to cooperate to allow them to investigate, and sources close to the bodyguard say he had no intention of taking legal action. Future, whose real name is Navias Demond Wilburn, has addressed the incident, claiming that although he was involved in the initial altercation, he did not see the attack itself. Wow. Right now we have uh, 17 minutes uh, left in the show. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. Like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at Entertain one You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. And you can follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. Okay, we're having some technical difficulties, so we'll just continue with the rest of the show. Um, Amy Winehouse, ex-husband, Blake Silder Civil, he has reportedly filed a $1.2 million claim for a stake in the late star's fortune. Blake, who immediately to introducing the rehab hip maker to heroin, is seeking a lump sum and an allowance from the singer estate. Now, this is according to recent reports. Now, Amy, who died at the age of 27 of alcohol poisoning in July of 2011, hadn't written a will, and her 3.6 million state went to her mother, Janice, and her father, Mitch. The back-to-black hitmaker was married to Blake for two years, but they divorced in July of 2009, and Amy gave her ex a $308,000 payoff at the time. But lawyers are now saying that the wording of the settlement could mean that Blake is entitled to more cash as it was not labeled as a final settlement. Now, this is very controversial because they're saying that Blake was the one that introduced, allegedly introduced Amy to drugs and that any time he received any kind of money from her, he just just wastefully spent it. So, in other words, he really don't deserve a dime. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Ariana Grande has come under fire for her joke about slaying six-year-old pageant princess John Benet Ramsey. The singer was criticized for making insensitive comments about the child beauty queen while commenting on pals Doug Middlebrook's Instagram post on Sunday, July 29. Now, Doug shared a photo of John Benet on a newspaper cover alongside a caption that read, quote, no one has done more covers, unquote. Later, the 26-year-old pop star wrote in the comments section saying, quote, I can't wait for this to be your Halloween look, to which uh, uh, Doe responded, working on it already. Unsurprisingly, the backlash came almost immediately. Many social media users called her out for the insensitive remark in the now-deleted comment. Following the criticism, Doug has also deleted his post, though it didn't do anything to the damage control as people have reposted the post on social media. Now, despite her apology, the seven-ring hitmaker is still getting a lot of flack because of it. Some people jumped to her defense and asked people to move on now that Ariana had apologized. John Benet Ramsey, for those who don't know, was an eight-year-old uh, beauty pageant princess who was violently killed, strangled, and suffocated in her parents' home in Colorado in the mid-90s. And to this day, they still don't know who killed her. Uh, her mother had later on passed away, but the father, is uh, he's still around. But they never knew who killed her. And this was, it, it was supposed to be, I think it was, it happened Christmas Eve or the day after Christmas. That's when they found her lifeless body in the basement of the home. Uh, they, to this day, they don't know what happened to her. So, 
so they thought Ariana was being uh, her friend, uh, Doug Middlebrook, was being very insensitive, you know, but she later apologized. But uh, you don't make jokes about that because apparently this was a young little girl who, you know, was well. I mean, the story was covered all over the news for the longest. And then the case was closed, and then um, in the early 2000s, they had reopened the case saying that they might have a lead on who had killed her because the parents were, they were already uh, innocent. Uh, they they knew that they had not, they, her parents had nothing to do with her murder. So Jessica Abba has become the latest victim of a Twitter hack. A prankster took over the actress' social media account on Sunday morning and sent out a series of vile tweets under her name. Some were racist and homophobic. More than 10 tweets were sent out to Jessica 9 million followers between midnight and 1 a.m. before ABBA regained control. The identity of the hacker is not known, but in one tweet, he or she called for the release of jail rapper YNW Melly, who is awaiting trial for his alleged role in a double murder. The Sin City star has not yet commented on the hack. She last tweeted on July 20th. And Kevin Hart is hitting the small screen as the star and producer of a new TV series titled Action Scene. The actor is currently developing the comedic action thrill, which is based on the opening of his 2016 concert film, Kevin Hart, What Now? Executive produced by Hart and his business partner, Jeff Clanagan and Dave Becky, the show's airing on the streaming platform Quibi. Quibi, which feature the funny man as a fictionalized version of himself on a quest to land a role in the action movie role of a lifetime. And this is exciting news to me because if you are a fan of Gossip Girl, I don't know if you heard, but there's talks about it being uh, returning to uh, TV, but not on regular TV, on a streaming service, on HBO Max. Well, Blake Lively and Langston Meester, two of the stars, have been asked to return for the Gossip Girl reboot by the show's producers. Now, it was announced early this month that 10 new episodes of the beloved teen drama series will air on a new streaming service, HBO Max, next year. And executive producer Josh Schwartz revealed he would love to see Blake's characters, Serena Van Der Woosen, and her on-screen best friend Blair Woodoff, played by Langston, returned for the upcoming reboot with the original actresses reprising their roles. He shared with reporter at the Television Critic Association press tour. And this is what he said. He said, we reached out to all of them to let them know it was happening, and we would love for them to be involved if they want to be involved. They played those characters for six years, and they felt like they were good with that. We wanted to respect that, but obviously it would be great to see them again, unquote. Now, Swartz also confirmed there will be uh, new actresses playing Serena and Blair, and the upcoming show is not a remake, but a continuation of that world. Gossip Girl ran for six seasons on this, uh, the network CW from 2007 to 2012 and also starred Penn Bagley, Ch- Chase Crawford, Ed Westwick, uh, Taylor Momsen, and Jessica Zarr. And according to Us Weekly, the reboot is expected to take place eight years after the event in the original series. Joshua Safran is returning as writer and executive producer, while it's unknown if Christian Bell, who served as the show anonymous narrator, has signed on to the new show. And speaking of Blake Lively, she had signed a she has signed a lucrative deal with Amazon Prime for a new scripted fashion TV series. Jennifer uh, Salk, head of Amazon Studios, made the announcement at the Television Creative Association Summer Press Tour on Saturday, July 27, and confirmed that they closed an exclusive deal with the 31-year-old actress to develop and produce TV shows for the streaming giant. Now, news of lively partnership with Amazon first surfaced in October of 2018, and Salk revealed that the Gossip Girl star has pitched a scripted TV series set in the fashion world. The pregnant mother of two is also in talks to bring another project to life with Amazon Prime, but Salk kept those details under wraps. And Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon Lee, has criticized the portrayal of her father in Quentin Tarantino's film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, dubbing it an untruthful caricature. 
actor and martial art expert Lee, who died in 1973 at the age of 32, rose to fame in the early 70s after the success of his Hong Kong-produced martial art films, which included The Big Boss and Fist of Fury, as struggling with stereotypical roles in Hollywood. Now, Shannon accused the director who cast actor Mike Moe to play his her father, uh, of representing him as a arrogant asshole in the film, which is set in 60s Hollywood. In the film, Mo Lee's challenge stunt performer Cliff Booth, played by Brad Pitt, to a fight in um, challenged him in a fight in an encounter in which Booth get the better of him, slamming him into a car door. And according to Lee, her father would never challenge someone who was not versed in martial arts to fight or uh, to a fight. Lee, who is the president of Bruce Lee Foundation and CEO of Bruce Lee Entertainment, added that uh, what I'm interested in in raising the consciousness of who Bruce Lee was as a human being and how he lived his life, all of that was flushed down the toilet in this portrayal and made my father into this arrogant punching bag, unquote. Tarantino has not yet responded to a request for comment. And Star Wars fans enjoyed a little Christmas in July on Monday, July 29th, as Mark Hamill gifted them with his screen test for the movie franchise opposite Harrison Ford. The man who would go on to play Luke Skywalker posted the footage online, revealing neither he nor Ford had read the script at this point, long before they both became movie icons when the first Star Wars film was released in 1977. Hamill also explained that he and Harrison had never met before when they were asked to try out together for George Lucas' new film, and uh, this and and Mark Hamill had said this. He said that um, that his screen test for Star Wars with Harrison on the first day, he never met him, and neither of them read the script at that point. Only the one scene. And Hamilton asked George what kind of movie it was, and George Lucas said, uh, "Let's just do it. We'll talk about this later." They never did talk about it later. They just did it. And Ed Sheeran is reportedly Daniel Craig's top choice to record the theme song for the latest movie in the James Bond franchise. The as-of-yet untitled flick, known simply as Bond 25, will be Craig's final outing as 007 and as one of the producers of the Carrie uh, Funkanaga directed film. He also has a pretty big say in who will contribute the theme song. Acts including Madonna, Tina Turner, Adele, and most recently Sam Smith have recorded numbers for the iconic franchise. And according to the British uh, Sunday Mirror newspaper, Castle on the Hill hitmaker Ed is the actor's top choice for the latest installment. Beck in uh, 2017 revealed he already written a Bond track in the hope that he may be approached for the project. Mon 25 is slated for release on April 3rd, 2020. And Nicole Kidman's daughters, Sunday and Faye, they will make their big screen debut in the Angry Birds movie, too. Sunday, who's 11, and Faye, who's 8, voice uh, the hatch, uh, the hatchlings Beatrice and Lily in the animated film, which hits theaters in August. The voices of the big little stars, the youngest daughter who she shared with husband Keith Urban can be heard in the trailer for the movie sequel in which Sunday appeared as Lily, a small yellow hatchling, while her sister Faith character Beatrice is a purple-colored baby bird who comes under attack by the bird's nemesis, the Green Piggies. The sister joined a star-studded cast, which includes Josh Gad, uh, Bill Hader, Peter Dinklage, Leslie Jones, Aquafina, and Dove Cameron. Now, Sunday and Faith Family made their TV debut with appearance on two episodes of the second season of Big Little Lies, playing classmates of Kidman on screen son. The Moulin Rouge star has also uh, has two adopted children, Isabella, who's 26, and Connor, that's 24, who she shared with ex-husband Tom Cruise. And once upon a time in Hollywood, Hollywood, uh, they launched to a very strong start at the North American box office. The latest movie from Quentin Tarantino debuted to an estimated of $40.4 million, and it marked the biggest opening ever for the director. The movie boasted an A-list cast, including Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. They got positive reviews with an approval rating of 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. The star power added with 
uh, Tarantino reputation as director became a big draw for the movie. However, the number isn't big enough to move The Lion King from the throne. The live-action remake of the 1994 classic animation film added approximately $75.5 million on its second week, bringing its total domestic... Uh, Domestic uh, accumulated to 350.7 million so far. Sony and Marvel Spider-Man: Far From Home dropped another spot to number three with an estimated 12.2 million, followed by the fourth Toy Story movie with additional 9.9 million. And uh, the disaster horror film Crawl it rounded out the top five with approximately four million. And the original Top Gun star, Kelly McGillis, has confirmed that she won't be part of the film's sequel because she wasn't asked. The actress who played the love interest of Tom Cruise's Maverick character in the original 1986 film and said she had no hard feelings about the snub or the fact she had been replaced by Jennifer Connelly and she would still consider helping to promote the new film if she's asked. McGillis confessed she hasn't watched the first trailer for the highly anticipated sequel, which was released last week, as Cruz made a surprise appearance at Comic-Con in San Diego, California. McGillis wishes her former on-screen love interest and his new co-star well with the new film. Top Gun Maverick is set for release next summer. And Miley Cyrus has become the latest act to pull out of the Woodstock 50 uh, Festival. The pop star joined headliners Jay-Z and Dead & Company, John Fogarty, Country Joe McDonald, and John Sebastian, who have all canceled plans to perform at the show in Maryland next month, following a series of permit and financial setbacks for organizer Michael Lang and his partners. The Lumineers, the Recounters, and Santana have also announced they will no longer be playing at the Woodstock 50th anniversary gig following the news it would no longer be held in upstate New York. Despite the cancellation, the festival is reportedly moving forward with a single-day event set for Merryweather Post Pavilion near Baltimore. British rock veteran The Zombies are the only act who have confirmed they'll still be performing. And uh, congratulations to Lil Nas X. He has landed himself in the record books with a 17-week run at the top of the U.S. charts. The rapper Old Town Road has broken a 17-week tie with Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, One Sweet Day, and Louise Fonsi and Daddy Yankee Despacito, which also featured Justin Bieber. Lil Nas X track became a viral hit upon its release earlier this year, and it went on to become a smash when Billy Ray Cyrus added his voice to one of the several remixes. The achy, breaky heart singer performed the track at the Grand Ole Opera in Tennessee over the weekend without his rapper Powell, inviting... A uh, yodeling sensation, Mason Ramsey, to join him on stage. Billy Ray also posted a video online of his daughter Molly performing a snippet of the track with Mason backstage. Old Town Road could hang out hang out at the top of the chart for a while longer following the release of the new Soul Town Road remix featuring BTS star RM. Lil Nas X has insisted this will be la- the last one. Uh, previous remixes have included the one with Cyrus, one masterminded by DJ Diplo, and another featuring Young Thug and Ramsey. Mariah Carey has congratulated Lil Nas X after the rapper broke her number one chart record on Monday. And uh, the electronic dance music duo, duo the, uh, cha- uh, the Chainsmokers, they have disthroned Calvin Harris as the world's highest paid DJ act. The Scottish musician has spent six weeks at the top of the four highest-paid DJ electronic cash king list, but now it's time for hitmaker Andrew Taggart and Alec Paul to claim the number one spot for 2019. Now, according to Forbes, the Chainsmoker earned $46 million in pre-tax income from June of 2018 to June of 2019, with Marshmallow coming in second on the list with $40 million. Calvin dropped to three on this year's countdown with a far from shabby $38.5 million haul. Now, Steve Aoki and Diplo rounded out the top five. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>